Blog Talk Radio. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. The New African Broadcast speaks to the free-thinking movement that we see emerging in the minds of the day's black youth of America. African youth must be re-educated to the scientific reasoning found in natural law if this movement is to reach its full potential. Inshallah, the African American will break free of non-scientific and tribal thinking paradigms that fail to counter immoral behavior as well as limit solid economic progress in African American communities. Assalam alaikum. The following broadcast is part eight out of Africa, science, origins of man, and systems of knowledge, recorded on January 3rd, 2017. Except for the Homo sapiens, all the man-like beings that once walked the earth in past time are now extinct. Many evolutionary scientists today believe that Homo sapiens, the forerunner to modern humans, evolved from an ancient ape-like primate who lived in Africa about 700,000 years ago. They further theorize that this ancient ape ancestor, sometimes called the missing link, for reasons unknown around 300,000 years ago, split in two, two independently evolving species, the Neanderthal, who is now extinct, and the Homo sapiens, who thrives on today. This common ancestor provides the foundation for the theory of human evolution that many anthropologists and archaeologists champion today. Indeed, much information has been published in science literature that details theories surrounding this missing link. Let us now examine in detail what is this common ancestor in the field of human evolutionary science. What scientific evidence exists that compels many scientists to accept that today modern humans are the descendants of some ancient ape-like primate? Now, there are many reasons that anthropologists will submit, but there are mainly two reasons as evidence to support their contentions for this common ancestor theory. Number one, primate anatomy classification similarities with modern humans. And number two, human similarity in DNA genome sequence patterns with modern day apes. Evolutionary scientists believe that this common ancestor for both the Neanderthal and the Homo sapiens must have branched off from this missing link 
because anatomical analysis of Neanderthal fossil bone fragments suggests that the Neanderthal moved around hunched over for the most part like modern day apes. Unpublished studies from the University of Washington suggest that though Neanderthals were capable of standing upright anatomically, they possessed straighter spines lacking lower spinal curvature than modern humans and thus their normal locomotion patterns would be inclined to be hunched rather than the upright walking patterns of today's modern humans. This research group's work was based on the reconstruction of a rib cage and upper spine of a skeleton of a Neanderthal man who died roughly 60,000 years ago in the cave of Wadi Kabara, Israel. Contrarily, new emerging research studies suggest that the Neanderthal did in fact have curvature in the lower spine lumbar pelvic region and therefore should have walked upright similarly to modern day humans. These conclusions are based on a virtual reconstruction computer generated model of a male Neanderthal fossil unearthed in La Chapelle, Auxerre, France in 1908. Such are the conflicting conclusions reached by different research groups when comparing the bone anatomy of humans versus Neanderthals. On the contrary, DNA analyses are much more revealing on the mysteries that appear to bind the Neanderthal and the Homo sapien, the modern man. Now, as you can see, we're getting a little bit technical here. And some of you are probably having a hard time following or understanding what I'm saying. But don't quit. Stay with me. Keep struggling in your understanding. In the end, it will all come together. And you will see clearly, better than seeing with the physical eye, what I'm saying and what Allah has revealed in his scriptures, and in the environment, the creation. All of these concepts and mysteries concerning man and evolution will become clear. We will do away with these concepts of man came from apes or man came from a common ancestor of apes or that the white man is from the caves of the apes. And the black man is from nice, uh, rich areas of the African continent. Most of the theories of evolution do have merit, and there exists sufficient evidence to support them. However, many aspects of evolution theory has the subtle influences of white supremacy embedded in them, and yet most people are not capable of perceiving such effects.
when we compare the DNA sequencing matching of humans to apes, on the surface, the genome codes pair up remarkably close. Chimpanzees and humans' DNA match up to about 95%. For those DNA regions where sequence matches line up letter code per letter code, the human-chimp DNA match rises to 98.8%. And that seems pretty convincing that apes and humans are pretty much the same. On the surface, it looks convincing. Now, before some of you atheists start to get all excited about these published DNA results, because, you know, you believe that there is no creator, no God, and that the theories of pure evolutionary science is enough proof to explain how our material reality came into existence or came to exist, before you go into that bag, let me just tell you right now that we as humans also share 90% of the same matching DNA with rabbits. Yes, with rabbits. If we look at other mammals, we find that human DNA sequence matches 90% with cats, 90% with mice, 84% with dogs, and 80% with cows. We know from genetic research that just because the DNA sequence is the same in many mammals, how such genes express themselves in terms of behavior and functionality is quite different when we examine the millions of living species we now find on our planet. So this is not one of them one-size-fits-all kinds of situations when we're talking about DNA. But you may still say, wait, I see your point, Professor Shahid, but humans matching DNA genome sequences only differ by 1.2% from chimpanzees, and chimpanzees are the model for eight primate research. You're right, but hold on just one minute, Einstein. I'm just getting started on this subject of DNA matching between humans and apes. Just hold on. Now, what I'm about to reveal to you, the public, are well-known facts that paleoanthropologists are aware of, but rarely do they discuss them in the public arena. Well-known facts, but not talked about, facts well-established by a closed group of genetic scientists. I'm talking about the strict followers of evolution, you know, the hardcore followers of Darwinism. Many of you may not be aware of this, but these people follow Darwin pretty much like a prophet, a pseudo-religion 
that gave birth to the theory of dialectical materialism. I'm going on record, so write it down. I'm going on record. I am indicting the scientific community for acts of fraud against the world community of man. For if it were not for their blind egotistical adherence to this pseudo-religion of Darwinism, overt and covert racism would not still be perpetuated in our society today. That's right. I'm calling it for what it is, a religion that's false, meaning its fundamental systems of knowledge does not have its origins in revealed scripture. Now, I'm not going to spend any time discussing Darwinism and dialectical materialism, but just know that Darwinism has been no more effective at solving the race issues than Western Christianity. I'm going to share with you the knowledge that science have discovered from their research studies for over the last 30 to 40 years. And yet, there have been little to no effort from the scientific community in explaining these new findings in layman's terms to the general public. Instead of educating the public on the common genetic makeup of the human family, the gatekeepers of science have continued in their selfish efforts, which began over 100 years ago, of trying to convince modern man that we are descendants from the eight primate family. These erroneous scientific conclusions drawn from evolutionary research studies is the root cause of modern day social tribalism political tribalism, economic tribalism, and ultimately racism. Now, if you are a serious student of genetics or paleoanthropology, then you may very well already know what I'm about to reveal. Let me return to my earlier discussions on the topic of human ape DNA matching. You remember that 98.8% supposedly matching base pair figure in the genome sequence of apes and humans? Well, what they don't tell you, the general public, is that this number is derived at by not including the base gaps found between a genome not including the duplications of the same genomes, not including the different types of base insertion in the gaps between the genes, and not including base deletion differences found in DNA sequencing when you compare human DNA to ape DNA. Their argument for excluding these differences is based upon this simple premise. Since we are not sure what these variances mean, for right now, we won't count these DNA differences between the two species. I think in science, we call this fudging the data. 
When you total all the viruses found, the actual difference between human and ape DNA is around 17%. Even more astonishing is that we now understand from those research investigations that the 98.8% matching DNA between humans and apes is nothing more than junk DNA. Professor, what is junk DNA? Junk DNA, or more technically called non-coding DNA, is any DNA that does not contain coding instructions for producing biochemically active proteins. This means that the 98.8% of our DNA is essentially useless for maintaining, sustaining, and procreating human life. Yeah, yes. No, 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 no. No, look. This information that I just gave you is not my personal scientific opinion. I'm not trying to pull a rabbit out of a hat. I'm simply giving to you what men of science in the field of genetics have come to determine about the complete human genome and the genomes of other living organisms. Go ahead, do Google searches on some of the keywords that I have used and find out for yourself. And it's not just humans, it's mice, rabbits, plants, and yes, even the apes, pretty much all of this DNA is junk just like ours. Despite these findings, evolutionary scientists continue to focus most of their DNA research efforts on this junk DNA, trying to understand why most living creatures have such a high percentage of non-coding DNA. They are desperate to find some yet undiscovered biological secrets of nature that will help them salvage what little remains of their eight primate common ancestor theories. That's why you hardly ever hear them talk boldly about their man-ape theories in the public anymore. They've gotten pretty quiet over the last eight to 10 years. Every now and then, they will throw out a little something about Neanderthals, but that's about it. You must be part of the closed anthropological community or be an advent student of human genetics to know what's going on today in the study of evolutionary human genetics. Has it ever dawned on these evolutionary scientists that maybe, just maybe, this junk DNA was once active, used by the many life forms to evolve over hundreds of thousands or even millions of years to reach a certain level of development and then suddenly turned off? But then this would suggest that maybe something or some entity pre-programmed all life to evolve on its own unique patterns to achieve the development of life that we observe today. No, 
too much, Nicodemus? <laughs> well, in the meantime, the world moves on. The real differences between humans and apes is not to be found in the 98.8% of matching DNA, but rather in the unique differences in that small 1.2% amount of coding DNA. That small 1.2% of our DNA is responsible for all our living functions like breathing, sleeping, talking, writing, thinking, and yes, even human reproduction. In truth, we are 100% different than apes or chips because none of the human's 1.2% coding DNA will sequence match the apes. 1.2% coded DNA. Now can't you see why chimps and apes transition between fours and twos, swinging from tree limbs to tree limbs just to get a banana, whereas we, the homo sapiens, the modern-day human, we walk on twos or drive on fours to the grocery and buy our bananas? From the Holy Qur'an, Yusuf Ali, Surah 15, Ayat 3. Allah says in his Qur'an, Tarhum yakalu we atamata au wa yulhihimu alamalu Leave them alone to enjoy the good things of this life and to please themselves. Leave them alone. Let false hope deceive them. Soon will knowledge undeceive them. Allah is telling the rejectors of faith, just keep digging, just keep researching, trying to understand yourself and trying to understand my creation. Because that's what I intended for you to do, man, when I first evolved you millions of years ago. When you was nothing but a speck primordial matter of electrons and protons and neutrons. But now that you have discovered a little bit of my creation, you haven't even scratched the surface, just a little bit. Now here you come with all these self-serving theories about how man evolved, how my creation evolved, Theories that don't even include me. But just keep digging. Soon the picture will begin to become clear. And then you will see with certain vision. And the people will see how you strayed far from the true path of enlightenment. And you will be seen by the eyes of the world as a drunken fool, a victim of his own self-centered righteousness. Allah explains to mankind repeatedly in Quran, 
that I don't need a whole lot of this material reality to start a new creation. I can start this whole process all over again with just a little bit, just a grain of dust. Allah highly most glorified is he. Praises be to Allah, most merciful benefactor, most merciful redeemer. The truth remains that with all the ancient fossil and DNA testing done to date, science has yet to find a missing link that will show that man and apes once shared a common ancestor. And do you know why we have never found this missing link? It is because no missing link ever existed. There was never any missing link to begin with. The results from science have become clear. Man and apes evolved on different evolutionary paths or patterns. In my opinion, these paths or patterns were embedded in the essence of the origins of the universe even before our material reality started its long journey of evolutionary development. It is the anthropologist's Drunken religious infatuation with Darism and their rejection of a creator that continues to drive their futile search to find a missing link between man and apes. Neanderthals and humans don't share a common ancestor that links them together. Science has proven this. The power structure in evolutionary science will not admit it because personal careers have been built on these theories of evolution and millions of dollars are at stake. There is no argument that archeological artifacts strongly suggest that Neanderthals were like homo sapiens in size and stature. And yes, Neanderthals DNA does match homo sapiens DNA genome sequence up to 99.5%. In general, DNA results suggest that the higher you travel up the food chain of intelligence, the closer you will find DNA matching. And that's what you should expect when comparing the Neanderthal with Homo sapiens. But that's where the similarities between Neanderthals and Homo sapiens DNA end. Recall that 98.8% of the matching DNA of primates, and particularly primates that exhibit a high level of mental prowess is junk non-coding DNA. So that 0.5% difference between Neanderthals and Homo sapiens really equates to a better than 50% DNA difference when comparing the coding DNA of the Neanderthals versus the coding DNA of Homo sapiens. When other genome variant sequences are included, that difference rises to about 96 to 98%. Do you recall the news stories over the past five years about how today's Europeans and Asians average about 2% to 4% Neanderthal DNA? in their genome? Well, when you consider just the coding DNA 
of the human genome, you can see that the now extinct Neanderthal, although similar in physical stature, was nothing like modern-day humans when you consider our ability to think, interpret, fashion, and use tools, and develop networks of communication and reason. Now, I know what some of you pro-Africans, pan-Africans, and Black Christian Muslims are thinking right about now, but forget about it. We don't have Neanderthal DNA in our DNA. So Europeans and Asians are different from us. Well, that's what some present DNA studies suggest. But if you review these handful of studies, you will see that they are not complete and their premature release is unfortunate. The scientists of today, most of them are no different than the average person. Even the scientists has a desire to be a celebrity, just got to be in the limelight. This rush to be the first to say, I discovered or I developed without dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. Science today have set a bad precedent for the public. Such publicity stunts will over time tarnish the credibility of science in the social arena. But just wait. I'm convinced sometime soon, science will complete their extensive research investigations on various DNA genotypes of Western and Southern Africa and a summary of those results will clearly show the presence of Neanderthal DNA. Maybe it won't be as much or nearly as much as found in Asians or Europeans, but it will be there. So forget about it. It's just futile wondering in the mind. Unless you smoking something. I don't know, hookah, ganja. The evidence that I have presented from these peer-reviewed studies explain why we have witnessed the different evolutionary ancient history between Neanderthals and Homo sapiens in the fossil artifacts found over the past 200,000 to 300,000 years. One living organism, the Homo sapiens, with superior intellect, survived the ever-changing environmental circumstances of our planet, while others, like the Neanderthals, became extinct over time. You have been listening to the New African Broadcast, a media program dedicated to the consciousness and the positive moral growth of the Black youth of America. Thank you for giving us your attention and tune in to our next broadcast. Assalamu alaikum.